Shabbat, Tafit Amun Aleph. We are now going back to the Takanot, we'll call them Takanot, that Hachamim gave us to be careful of Shabbat, not to do an Avira on Shabbat. So we started with Lo Yetzah Hayat B'Mahto, and that's again, then we went into the 18 Gezerot B'Chamer B'Tilel did in the attic of Hanya bin Haskia bin Garon, now, at the bottom of Yitzhan Amudbet, we started a Mishnah very key, is a Mahloket between Bet Shammai and Bet Hillel, essentially having your Kelim, your utensils, do the work for you um, during Shabbat. Meaning you start the, whatever you're doing before Shabbat and have it go on before Shabbat. So the Mishnah started over there with we can't uh, we can't soak uh, dye spices uh, type of food for animal unless you could do it before unless it could get soaked before Shabbat Betile allows it and we're going to start Yudhait Amud Bet from the Gemara Yudhait Amud Aleph sorry from the Gemara. Mantana Nitinat. That's the way the Gemara starts four lines in Mantana Nitinat. So before we can even get to the whole Melacha thing, who said that the fact that I'm putting water, um, I'm putting the whatever I'm putting into the water or water into the dye or the dye into the water, that is Zoy Shiriyatan. That's it's soaking, better explanation. That is it's kneading. That's putting it together. Kneading like uh, when you knead the dough. That's Isur, it's it's called the uh, Lisha. So who said that just by putting water into the into the dye that makes it already that's already a problem of kneading? Amar Yosef Rabbi, it goes according to Rabbi the Tanya Had Noten Etakemah Vehad Noten Etamaim Aharon Hayav the Rabbi when it comes to kneading on Shabbat Lash if one person put the uh, if one person uh, put the uh, the flour and another person put the water or the one person put the water then the next person put the flour the second person is always the one who did the sin because he's the one who causes the lash argues omer you have to mix it you have to mamash mix it with the, with the, with something in order for that then needing to happen now abaye tells rav yosef who said it's rabbi and not rabbi yosi Maybe Rabbiosi over here says you're not hayav by kemah and water because kemah it's it's something that you could you have to mamash need with your hands or with your with something right? But maybe by uh, dye you don't just mix water and dye together and just you don't have to do anything and just uh, it, it needs on its own. Maybe Rabbi Yossi would be Mahayev. Rabbi Yosef answers back, Don't say that. You see by Efer, uh, you see by ashes. If one person put the, the, the water and then the next person put the uh, the ashes or the vice versa, Aharon, Hayav, always the second one is Hayav. Rabbi Yossi would be you mamash have to mix it. So you see your holds until you mamash mix it. Maybe what's effort? It's not ashes, it's uh, dirt. And dirt, you, you have to mamash mix it. Like we're talking about the cement for the uh, building. 
The Gemara says that can't be. How could you say that Efer really hears Afar and the, and the person got mixed up between Aleph and Ayn? Ratanya, Efer, Ratanya, Afar. We have two Braithot. One says Efer and one says Afar. So you have to say that each mission, each Braithot is talking Dafka. That uh, over here it's a sur and over here it's a sur. No. Abai explains that. Midi, Gabea, the Detanya, where the Redosh Tubra I taught said together was Efer and Afar said together. Maybe one rabbi said Efer, the other rabbi said Afar, and they both meant Efer. Or they both meant Afar. So they, you can't get any clear proof from that. And we still don't know who the Tana of that uh, Mishnah really is. Continuing. Tanu Rabanan, Potkin, Maimilagina, Be'erv Shabbatim, Hashecha. I'm allowed to open, I guess, the, the, the water holes or the gate that uh, has the water coming through to the to the field. I have Shabbat right before uh, candle lighting. And the water is filling up the, the yard all day. And we put, I guess, besamim under the fire. This tahata kelim, so we put the besamim with with under the, on coals. This way, they could give a smell, and you could put the kelim on top of it. The meaning: start the fire right before Shabbat. Omid gamrim velchin kolim kulo, and they could you know they could be washed themselves. So figure like in today's purposes, you could turn on the washer dryer right before Shabbat and 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 let it go all day. Omenichin gofrit tahata kelim, and same thing, we could put sulfur under that fire. Under the kelim, uh, I guess utensils made of silver. Umit gaprin velchin kol shabbat kula, and they, you know, they get the nice silver color. They get the, the, I guess, black color, whatever color they got. The entire shabbat on its own. Umanihin kilor al gabeha ayin, and I could put a bandage with ointment on my on an eye. They spilanit or a bandage al gabe maka on a on a, I guess on a maka on your body, on a wound. And it could heal on its own the entire day. But we don't put wheat uh, into the water mill on, uh, right before Shabbat. Unless they could, uh, they could grind them before uh, before day. My tama. What's the reason we don't put in the kol because it makes noise. And she explains that uh, it's a zilzul in Shabbat. It's a lessening, degrading of Shabbat when there's noise of a mill working on Shabbat. What exactly is this uh, degra- degrading of Shabbat? What exactly is the problem here? Is it goes is a very interesting sugya between the Rishonim. So now Rav Yosef tells Rabbah, why don't you just say the problem with Isur Haim is, is uh, Shvitat Kelim, like we said with everything else. What did the Pasuk mean? That your Hayav also on your Kelim not doing work, the same way as your Behemah. Rather, Yosef, uh, Yosef changes his reasoning and he says, Mishum Shavitat Kelim, because Shavitat Kelim. Okay. So, so now, now that you hold that Beti Leil holds, even according to their Shita, that there is Shavitat Kelim from the Torah, Gofrit and Mugmar, my Tama, Sharu. So, why the Gofrit and Mugmar? That we allow you to have that sulfur running or that nice smell in the clothing uh, under the smoke. Why we allow you to do that on Shabbat? Started before Shabbat, go into Shabbat. Mishum de loka vid because there's no action being done on Shabbat. 
whatever you have is on the floor uh, or wherever it is, and the smell or the color is just coming on its own. You're not doing anything. But with a mill, that's mamash melacha being done, even as the Shabbat is going on, and there, there's, a, there's a problem. You're, you, because the actual keli is doing something. Okay, unin shel pishtan. What about the, the, the flax, right? The pieces of flax. Why am I allowed to put it in the oven? You're not doing any ma'ase. The pishtan is sitting over there in the oven, and it's going on its own. Metsudat haya the kavid maase. Well, that maase is being done on Shabbat. My tamu asharu. Why is Betila allowing it over there? Hatam nami belohe vekukere de lo kavid maase. Over there, we're talking about uh, fishermen's hooks and uh, and different types of traps. That there's no maase being done. It's uh, the the fish gets trapped on his own. There's not nothing is actually doing the work. Okay, v'ashtada malav oshaya malav asim manta na shevitat kelim doraita bet shemai velo betilel. Okay, now the Beit Shammai held, Rav Oshaya said in the name of Avaseh, that the Tanah says Shvita Kalim is Deoraita, as Beit Shammai, not Beit Hillel. The Braita that said no putting wheat kernels into the mill, Erev Shabbat, is Beit Shammai. According to Beit Shammai, the Beit Shammai, Ben Kavid Maaseh, Ben Delo Kavid Maaseh, Asur. According to Beit Shammai, it's always Asur to put something there before Shabbat, or Beit Hillel. And sounds like according to Betilel, it's always mutar. Again, this is according to Rav Hashanah of Azeh. Right? According to according to their uh, according to their reasoning, according to their logic or whatever their masorit is, that Bet Shemai is always going to say it's Asur even if he didn't do anything. If so. Mugmar ve gofrit When it comes to the mugmar, whatever the incense that smells nice, that they smell after the that they smell after the uh, uh, after the meal, or what it, when it makes the clothing smell better, or the gofrit to make the uh, I guess the utensils look better. Maitam, why bet chamai allow you to do that? Right, it's in the same beraita. Remember that beraita that says uh, the that the mill that the water mill is asur. Also said before that uh, the mugmar and gofrit is a mutar. So how can uh, So he explains. The mugmar and the gofrit they're on the floor. They're not. You're not doing anything. It's not your kelim. But with the watermill, that is a keli that's moving. Gigit. What about a barrel that you? I guess you put the barley in it more than eight days, so you could do beer, right? And it looks like it's melachas being done on Shabbat. Vener, what about a candle that's lighting the entire Shabbat? Ukdera, what about a pot that's being cooked? Uh, you know, the entire it's uh, the entire Shabbat. Veshapod, or you have a skewer with meat on it uh, that's uh, on the fire before Shabbat. My tamasheru bet shemai. Why bet shemai allow such a thing? They were mafkira those kelim. That means they disown those kelim, and therefore it's not my kelim, and I didn't do anything wrong. And Tosafot uh, goes into how is it exactly a hefker? Uh, how is it disowning something? Uh, you need usually you need three people, and okay, over here you're for sure, and over there you're not sure. So he gets into the whole sugya, and then we get into the whole uh, sugya. Of lending your animal to a goy to do his work, uh, can I, then do I need uh, three people to do have care because you're not you really don't want to give it to the goy, and so on. And this is interesting, uh, Rishonim and Haronim and Halacha on the sogia. But let's continue. 
Gemara now asks, Mantana lehad tanura banan. Who's the Tana of the following brayta? Lotem alei shakidra asasiyot veturmesin. A lady cannot fill her uh, pot full of different types of beans. Vetaniach letocha tanur erev shabbatim hashecha and put it uh, into uh, into the oven before hashecha before uh, before nightfall. Veim netanatan and if she did. You're not allowed to eat it in Motzei uh, Shabbat, right? Not, not, especially not on Shabbat, not even Motzei Shabbat, uh, the amount of time it takes to, to make these uh, beans. Now, we're talking about beans that take a, a longer time to, uh, to, to cook. It could take a couple hours, more than just a regular couple hours. It could take even up to 24 hours. So even Motzei Shabbat, you're not allowed to eat it. So you have to wait, let's say it takes 10 hours to make, you'd have to wait 10 hours on Motzei Shabbat to be able to eat it. The baker cannot uh, fill up a uh, jug of water and put it inside the oven with the low fire. The amount of time it takes uh, to, to boil water. Now, let's say it's Bechamai, it's not Betilel. Now, we're going to even say it's Betilel. No. The reason you're not allowed to do that, you can't fill, uh, uh, can't fill uh, a, a, a pot with uh, beans or the water because you might come to move around the charcoal to make uh, the make it cook faster. So Gemara asks if if that's the case, Mugmar Vigofit Namilgzor by Mugmar and Gofrit, we said it was allowed, Betilel said it's allowed, then uh, over there also we should be goes there that you're gonna come to mess start poking and then moving around the, the charcoal. So Gemara explains no hatam lo mahtelehu by by Mugmar and Gofrit no one's moving anything why the imahtele because you move the coals Salik kutra vekashelehu. Then uh, the what do you call it? Uh, then it's uh, it, it, the smoke's gonna come up and it's gonna ruin the 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 the, the kelim. It's gonna ruin the clothing. And the same would be unin shel What about the unin the flat the, the pieces of uh, linen? It should also be goes there. And the gemara explains hatam dekashel But there also uh, the wind ruins it. Lo and no for nobody's opening it. So now the gemara brings us two examples. Number one is no one's going to. Uh, no one's going to poke the coals because it's going to ruin. And no one's going to open up the pot because the wind will ruin it. So now you have opening and poking the coals. Got it? Let's keep that in the back of our brain. Now, again, the Gemara is asking, Tzemer layora wool into the uh, pot that I dyes it. Ligzor should also be gozer. Amash Moel beora akura. We're talking about that it's not, uh, it's not on the fire. And therefore you have no problem. Maybe you're going to mix it, uh, and therefore it, you're going to make it uh, cook faster. No. Ba'akura, we're talking about it's not on the fire, and therefore you're not worried it's going to mix. Vetuha, and it's also sealed. You put uh, some sort of, let's say, uh, mud or some sort of uh, dough around the, the pot. This way it's it's it's, a, it's very, very hard to open. To, to come to, by the time you open it, you're going to remember that it's Asur to do on Shabbat. Now, the Gemara goes back a second. We're worried about you moving the coals and therefore uh, making the, the cooking faster. You have a pot that is not, with, with meat that not cooked at all, raw meat. 
Share lanu ha erev Shabbatim hashicha betanura. I'm allowed to put it in the oven erev Shabbatim hashicha. It's going to be cooked the entire night. Why? My tama kevan delo hazel orta. You're not going to be able to eat it at night. Therefore, you're not coming to rush to move it. Asuhay masach datem ine. You're not even thinking about it. Velo atel tuye gehalim. You're not coming to move the gehalim. And part two, ubshil. And if it's fully cooked, shapir dami also. Why? Because moving the charcoal is just going to make it worse. Now here's the problem. Bashil velobashil asir. If it's half cooked, it means not fully cooked. Uh, it's somewhere in the middle, right? It's cooked a little bit, not all the way. As, you're not allowed to you're not allowed to keep it there from Arab Shabbat. Why? Because you might come to move the charcoal. By the way, here's Tosafot saying that uh, not like Ashia. She says it was a little bit cooked, and Tosafot says it was uh, not cooked like Machal ben Derusai, which is half or a third cook, whatever. We'll get to that suge when we get to it. Now the Gemara continues. Also, you threw in like a nice piece of meat that's raw into this uh, pot that has meat uh, not fully cooked. Then you could leave it on all night because you're not going to move it because now you showed that you're not going to eat it till tomorrow morning. Now the Gemara goes back. Now we said before, like uh, with uh, with the pieces of linen. Anything that the wind will ruin it if you open it up, you're not going to open up, and therefore you're not worried about you opening up the pot on Shabbat. You're allowed to leave goat, I guess, kid goat meat when there's a pot that is sealed, I guess, maybe with with clay or or maybe a dough or something like that. So therefore you have two pluses. You have number one, it is, uh, it, the wind is bad for it. And number two, is you're not opening it. And number two, it's like very hard to open. Number two, now next one, but what about a big gram that, that is not sealed? Asur, you know that? Why has two minuses? As the wind is, is, is going to, the wind is not, is not going to ruin it. And number two, you can just easily open up the pot. So now the Gemara asks, Degadia Velosharik. But let's say you have kid goat meat in the pot, but it's not sealed off well. You're not going to open it with the wind. So there's only one plus and there's one minus. Or the opposite, Debarha Ushrik. You have big meat, right? That, you're, that the wind is not going to, to do anything. But the oven or the pot is sealed with. Uh, with uh, with we'll say clay or or something. Here we have a mahlokit. Rav Ashe Share Viramiya Midifti Asi Rav Ashe was okay. Rav Yermiya said it's Asur. And uh, so again the question is when you have one plus either the wind is good or wind is bad or if you have or if it's sealed with uh, clay or not. Is it mutar asura we see Rav Ashe says mutar Yabrimiya says Asur. So now the Gemara asks Rav Ashe de Share Rav you're showing me that you allowed the kid goat in any way. Vietnam, it says in the Mishnah, There's no roasting, barbecuing, meat, onions, and an egg. We want them roasted while it's still day. It sounds like any meat is asur, even the, the, the goat meat, right? And according to Mimiya, you could always say that uh, the I guess the, it wasn't sealed. But according to Rav you see that it, it, he said it's mutar. 
Um, why is the why is the Mishnah saying it's asur? So the Gemara explains hatam debarha velo sharik. That Mishnah that said it's asur. We're talking about ram meat, and we're talking about there's no uh, there's no um, seal. Ika de amre. Some say degadia kid uh, kid goat meat ben sharik ben lo sharik shapira dame. Whether it's uh, whether it's sealed or not sealed, you're allowed to leave it there. Arv Shabbat, debarha nami ushrik. You have a ram. Uh, if it's uh, sealed, shapir damen. No problem. Kipliged debarha velo sharik. The question really comes down to uh, ram meat, big meat, but it's not uh, sealed. The Ravashe share there. Ravashe is matir, even though there's two minuses. The fact that there's, uh, what do you call that, the, the wind is uh, is not going to do anything. And number two, that you could easily open it. Now the again, What do you do with that, Mishnah? So he explains, Over there, we're talking about meat on on mamash uh, is being barbecued on coals there is no cover and therefore avashi was matir only meat that's in the oven it's covered you're not going to come and uh, start messing around with the charcoal to put a pumpkin raw into the oven mutar to do with the shabbat because the wind is bad for it that's the same level as uh, as the goat meat. Now, just to stop a second and uh, to discuss, uh, a lot of sugyot come out of here. First of all, leaving the Hamidin Erev uh, Shabbat. The whole sugya of Hatmana from Erev Shabbat starts with this Amud uh, and with the Tosfot and the Rishonim over here. This is a very, very, very interesting sugya to go into. Um, you also have sugyot like uh, Shabbat, the Shabbat clock, and uh, maybe using a coffee machine to start to set it for uh, for, Shabbat, uh, for for Shabbat from the day before, and all these different types of things. What is mutar? What is asur? All starts from over here. Very kid, I to look into. Um, the Gemara now continues. Bet Omrim and Mochrin. We don't sell to a goy. We don't put anything on him. We don't help him. We don't do anything when you out of Shabbat unless you can get uh, very very close to his house. You can't sell anything to the goy. Not let him borrow anything. Not money. Not a present. And we want the goy to get to his house. So this way it doesn't look, uh, be, he, because when you send him, it looks like he's doing your work. It's like he's your messenger. So when he, if he could get home before Shabbat, okay, that's mutar. No, when he gets close to that city, close to that to the city, uh, the, the first house of the city where he lives in. Biakiva says you're allowed to give him uh, something on Erev Shabbat to take it for you, to take it from you, even if you're gonna, even if he just uh, has time to walk out of your house Erev uh, Shabbat. So meaning Friday afternoon, thirty seconds before Shabbat, I give him something, he walks out. That's it. That's mutar was just explaining He was just coming to explain 
what Bet Hillel was saying and arguing on the first Tana. First Tana said, Bet Hillel says uh, that you have to give the, the, the Nukhri something enough that he's able to get to the, this, uh, close to the city where he lives. And Rabbi Akiva explains, no, Bet Hillel does not mean that. Rather, he means the minute he's able to walk out of his house, if you have enough time for that, that should be Mutar. We're going to stop right here. Baruch Hashem Le'olam. Amen.